Hey guys, welcome back. Episode 9. Wing It Podcast, GooseDigital.com. Who do we have? Chris O'Neill. Gavin Butler. Dan Simmons. Dan Simmons. Guest. Who's that special guy? Special guest. Thanks for having me, guys. Our first guest on the uh, Wing It Podcast. Yeah, it really is our first outsider. Welcome, Dan. We said we wanted to do more guests, so this will be more of a regular uh, thing. Yeah. Yeah, we'll be able to... We'll, we'll uh, see how it works out. Yeah, Dan, this, this, this could go really bad. Okay. So then, no, no pressure on the guest. No, no pressure on the guest. Um, no, thanks for joining us. This is great. We're really excited to uh, to talk about sales and marketing alignment, Chris. Okay, we've been talking a lot about that. Sales and marketing. Well, right? before we get into that, maybe we should let Dan talk a little bit about high level his role and, and what who that he means is for this podcast. You're right. <laughs> Jesus. Who are sure. you, Dan? Okay, I guess the pluggables. Is that yeah. what we're doing now? Yeah. Uh, yeah. So I'm the uh, director of cloud strategy at Beanfield. Um, I've known the guys from Wing It for many, many years since they were at Order Dynamics. We met it uh, as uh, young men in our twenties. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I was like your thirtieth birthday. Those are crazy days. Let's yeah. not let's not go there on the podcast. <laughs> wow. yeah. That's a different. Podcast. That's a whole it's, other. It's one. been a minute. It's been a minute. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, thanks for having me. You know, I'm a big fan of the podcast. Actually, I've listened to all the episodes. Nice. Yeah. One of the things that uh, I uh, you know I've always really loved about Dan is that. Um, you know, he's a sales guy at heart, but he's extremely technical, gets the digital transformation scene, gets really gets how all this marketing and marketing automation and digital uh, plays a big role in selling and, and supporting customers and and how those things can work together. So we thought, why don't we talk about, you know, the title that we've sort of uh, put together here is, you know, when the sales team becomes part of your digital strategy and, and mm-hmm. how when that's working really well. How you can uh, have a pretty explosive and probably uh, exciting uh, sales and marketing team. So we thought we'd maybe start off with like, what's going on today, Dan? Like, what, what's the environment that you see kind of out there in B two B selling with sales teams and marketing teams? And yeah, well, I think uh, right now the the company that I work at, we're going through a, a period of transformation. And um, previously, our sales and marketing teams weren't very aligned. Mm-hmm. And I think um, you know. It, being that our business is split between a residential B2C um, sort of vertical and, and our B2B, like our commercial services offerings, it was difficult to get the marketing team and the sales team sort of aligned on the same page. Sure. Like the types of the type of content you need to create, your messaging, mm-hmm. um, the it's it's very it's drastically different from residential services to commercial services. So. Um, when I've come on board and working with our VP sales and our mm-hmm. CFO and our, our chief strategy officer, you know, we've really focused on trying to align those two groups together. Right. And, uh, you know, honestly, uh, we took, we've taken a lot of inspiration from, uh, you know, the goose digital podcast, actually, that was something we talk about at the office, um, sort of, uh, break, making every member of the team, uh, you know, shine in some mm-hmm. way. And, and, and if you look at, all the episodes that you guys have produced so far, you have a rotating group of, of team members. Everyone looks like uh, you know they're super intelligent. They're mm. um, they're contributing in some way that in, in a unique way to your team, and uh, that's sort of the approach as we as we reshape things. 
how we're trying to uh, align our sales and marketing people together. Well, I think we've seen, uh, and thank you for that, by the way. I mean, great feedback. We're, we're, yeah, great feedback. I mean, we're, that's the kind of feedback we're looking for. Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that is one tell, way tell to get on that, the podcast. Yeah, everybody out there <laughs> can. Uh, that's how it no, is. No, I mean that earnestly. Yeah, like that, no, I yeah. know. Thank you. Uh, but we have talked to a number of organizations that are, you know, not unlike what you guys are going through where sales and marketing kind of not aren't, aren't 100% aligned or um, certainly don't work together to sort of maximize every touch point. So, I mean, you know, maybe Chris, from your perspective, you know, what's going on today in, in that environment? How would you kind of build on yeah, I like the way you started to talk about the digital transformation. Obviously, that's a that's a, a buzzword that's out there right now, and it, what it really means is bringing everything from that sort of um, you know siloed or polarized kind of department. Uh, run, um, you know, individual sort of goals into something that's that's far more integrated, where you have the groups actually working together toward one particular goal. And we talk about it all the time, how important it is to start with that mm-hmm. high-level strategy to bring to all your tactics, whether they're sales, marketing, operational driven, have to be, you know, have, you have to, they have to uh, reach back to that strategy layer. And so what you guys are going through, something that, you know, we certainly uh, talk about, we try to emulate is that, you know, let's start with that strategy. And I, I uh, you know, the idea of being able to bring the, the, the sales organization underneath that sort of digital marketing strategy, making them a part of that. Yeah. I think that's really important because for years and years, you know, the sales and the marketing, they really were very much separate entities. They were, there was probably a fight over budget between them. Mm. Now we talk a lot about how, you know, marketing perhaps should own part of that sales budget. It should be part like the, it's everyone really more accountable, more accountable to that Mm -hmm. overall revenue uh, growth. Yeah. Kev, you want to weigh in on the, what's going on today? Well, I agree. I think we've talked about this before and in separate podcasts, but this idea that I think marketing and sales together, they are accountable towards a revenue goal. And Mm -hmm. that's maybe the biggest difference we've seen in um, this idea that like, I think when you look at the journey of a customer, it goes from prospect to deal to customers. Mm -hmm. There are different parts where I kind of look at as these departments, they're working together, but they sub in and out in terms of lead role. Sometimes it's sales that has the lead, marketing will be the support. What do you need sales? Right. And sometimes it's the other way where it's like, well, we just need to do this at scale. And it, that's more of a marketing technology doing that bolstered by some strategy that's contributed by both sales and marketing. Right. And so that's kind of what I think is going on. And I think, you know, we talk about digital transformation and this, this larger initiative, a lot of organizations are going through and it's all in the name of the customer. That's why we're doing all this and wrapping processes and experiences around that. Right. So it has to be this aligned goal. So Dan, if you said, you know, we've heard kind of a good sense of, of some of that. I think if you said on the ground, you know, day in and day out, I mean, I, you talked at first about a shift in the product. And I think it probably puts strain on a team when you change audiences or, ch- you know, you're kind of changing also somewhat of the focus or the go-to-market. But if you said like today when you're uh, when you're out there in the field and you're, you're, you're talking to sales people and you're talking to marketing people, what is happening day in and day out that suggests that maybe they're not as joined up as they could be, you know, in, in there mm. really like down to things like a proposal, things like, you know, how they're interacting on social media. Yeah. I think, um, you know, what I've noticed and what we've been trying to um, course correct uh, at our organization 
um, is just making sure that our salespeople are actively participating in those conversations. And then mm -hmm. that's uh, something when like, you know, we go to a lot of these cloud conferences and um, we're participating now in a bunch of like thought leadership panels there. And it's about enabling your team to build their own personal brand. And I think that that's the struggle that most businesses have. I mean, it's easy for you to put, um, you know, a, a logo up and to build everything under that logo. But at the end of the day, it's the salespeople, um, your outbound, um, your account reps, um, let's say your, your, your business development and your account managers, um, they're, they're going to be your first touch points to the customer, right? Mm, right. And they're going to have, in, in the case of our business, which is, can be, I think, for the most part, very um, transactional. Mm -hmm. So we're like an, we're an internet company. Um, there might be one or two opportunities a year uh, for, for our reps to engage with, with, with our customers. Sure. So the most important thing for us is to make sure that they're uh, participating in that conversation. And when they have that, that one or two opportunities a year or three opportunities a year to speak to a customer, that that customer, A, sees them as a valuable resource that can help them drive initiatives inside their own business mm -hmm. that they can deliver value and that they can uh, there's someone that they can rely on and I think like the only way to do that is to align the marketing and sales together in unified messaging but really to build up uh, that you know the value of that sales that sales rep to uh, to build the profile and the presence of that exactly. sales because mm -hmm. you're right they're sort of taking over this role of they are the brand you know it's Dan Simmons of Beanfield, yeah, not sure. just the Beanfield guy reaching out. But but do you think the term support has maybe changed a little bit? Like with with a uh, more technical sales, or and you know, obviously those still very non technical salespeople that are coming up into these organizations, but they're coming into a more technical sales environment in the sense that they have CRMs, they may have levels of marketing automation, they may or may not. Um, they're certainly probably fairly savvy from a social media perspective anyway out in their personal life. Do you think the term, you know, marketing supporting sales it is different for the, for the, that generation of sales team and, and how that could maybe not resonate to, with the, with the sales leaders who could be, you know, 20 years older than the average sales rep? Yeah, I think I, I, absolutely. Like that's something that we have. I mean, even our company, which, it, you know, people will probably characterize as a young company. Um, there's a few of us who are, you know, in our mid to late 30s, early, uh, early 40s. Mm. But then our, our outbound reps and our um, the business development reps, the, you know, the people that we're get, getting to do calling and, and lead gen or even interacting online, well, there's nobody over 30. Right. Mm. So they're, they come with a, a, a unique set of skills. And. It's kind of amazing, like if you give somebody the opportunity, I, I think you're exactly right that they have skills that we're not going to have. Like uh, there's this guy on, on my team, Brandon, Brando. Mm. He, um, he, he was on uh, Chipotle's, he, he, he made some like weird meme or not, it was cool. It was a cool meme, sorry, Brando, <laughs> on, on Instagram yeah. of him like singing to like one of their salad bowls. And then they picked it up on their social media and it got like 30,000 hits and like Brandon went viral for a day nice. through Chipotle. And yeah. it's like, you know, these are the people who were, 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 were sort of, they're almost like these heavy hitters that are sitting there doing nothing. Right. You know what I mean? Until you give them an opportunity to build that brand and, and, and engage, you, you know, you don't know what they're capable of. You sure. know what I mean? And they're, 
they're plugged in. I don't know. We, we don't use Snapchat. Right, well, maybe, I don't know, maybe. Yeah. No, but you know, right? like, yeah, they're, so they're plugged in, they're doing, you know, they're, they're doing this in their, in their personal lives or maybe in really progressive sales organizations start to pick the stuff up. So the term, you know, support when they're thinking of like, how does marketing support my, my job? You know, am I being asked to just mm -hmm. make $40 a day and I've got very little, I've got really no t tools to kind of work within my repertoire. So you know, would you say maybe that marketing support concept has sort of changed, and which is good, which is good advice for organizations that might be looking to do this, where their sales leadership may not be—I mean, they may not even have Twitter accounts. These these sales leaderships, right? Yeah. So, you know, where they can say, "Well, what do you mean? Don't we just make forty dollars a day, Chris, and we're going to grow our business?" Well, I think it's a good point because. Uh, we have meetings regularly with organizations that maybe are a little bit, we call them laggard or, or, or behind, you know, from a from a, a digital marketing perspective. They are recognizing the need to adapt to where their customers or their prospective customers are. They recognize that they need to make those adaptations, but, you know, they've been so long entrenched in these sort of traditional sales models that, you know, they need a, a, a roadmap. They need a framework of how, how to sort of make that transition. Mm. The sales rep are definitely looking for more. They've got a CRM. They're using it maybe for, you know, 20, 25% of what value it could bring because mm -hmm, they sure. don't see the value in entering information into it. And if they get brought along in this sort of digital transformation framework and say, listen, you know, here is why you need to start sort of participating in this. And then they see themselves as being part of a greater, uh, you know, greater uh, picture. Uh, picture, greater yeah. opportunity. I think that's where you bring those, you know, senior people along yeah but when you talk about maybe this is like a different podcast altogether but marketing supporting sales i think like especially at the sort of call it inside sales business development level we're kind of seeing the emergence of a bit of a hybrid where there's there's marketing savvy along with with inside sales and sales savvy right and i think that's i actually think that's one of the hardest roles in a company to fill i agree Someone i mean that's who's, essentially who's, like a dan, like dan that's the part of what your unique skill set allows for right i and was going to say when you were introing is you know we've we've got a working history and we've seen you operating sort of at work and you're certainly wearing predominantly the sales hat and doing all that with a with a marketing flair to support it understanding insights mm -hmm. derived from campaigns in some cases doing your own campaigns and, yeah. and creating content to support what you know the sales cycle requires at the time but um which is really cool uh, but what i mean is like this idea of an inside sales rep who's confident and um sales savvy enough to know when to push and what message to push and to deliver that message whatever that whatever the message is but also to go and say well hey I, I saw them looking at our pricing page for the last two weeks intermittently you know tuesday wednesday thursday I think I know how to take a conversation there and how to address those needs. Mm -hmm. Like that's a, a unique hybrid that's one, hard to find, and two, an individual who can really just truly wrap his or her head around what's required and then push it over the line to a, a Dan or a Chris when the time is right. Like that's that's a hybrid of a role, but I think sure. that's kind of how marketing has to support sales in, in this yeah. new paradigm. Yeah, and I, I think, um, you know, you're always going to have your your senior your senior people who are, um, you're going to have to rely on to, for like content creation. Right. You know what I mean? They're mm -hmm. they're gonna they're gonna be the ones with the boots on the ground, in the senior technical roles or in the senior sort of subject sales matter enabling. expertise. Yeah, your your SMEs exactly. Mm -hmm. um, but then uh, it's it's the marketing people who actually are are sitting there in the weeds 
looking at the data, looking at uh, your Google Analytics, we're going to be able to direct those people to give them insights like, this is something we think you could talk about. And, sure. And you, you know, identifying that the subject matter expert is the best person to, to craft and deliver the message, but understanding the timing mm-hmm. and, um, you know, how to, how to take, I'm a very verbose person, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? <laughs> so how to take my message and whittle it down right. to something that's concise and right. that is definitely in in the English language and not yeah. in tech speak. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, yeah, and, yeah. And and I think that's that's really a, a super important role for marketers to play now is like how to identify those 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 key resources, how to bring everybody under under a unified brand, and how to go to market with uh, messaging that is going to leverage the best parts of everybody on the team that's contributing. Which is a good synergy, or which is a good sorry uh, segue to this con- this concept that we've been talking about around synergy and you know, enable, so what's the solution kind of, or part of that solution and what does this actually mean? So we've talked about how they can work together. Um, and I think when I, you know, what I just heard you say was that there's actually very valuable feedback loops from sales back into marketing. I think when you're a small team, like we are, and certainly in the orgs that we've come from, you can do that stuff on the fly. Like, you know, we've even on this podcast on things where like we were in a deal yesterday, we're doing a podcast today because we want to get it back out into the prospect's hands the day after. And we know full well that that is going to help us in the future. Whereas if you've got an org, you know, potentially your size where, you know, that feedback loop may not be there, right? So marketing's pushing, but you know, we don't sit as a team and say, okay, what were the three things or four top things that came up? Oh, let's wrap some content around that right now. Let's get that out there to further mm-hmm. the pipeline development, right? And I think you're right. That's been like the, one of the hardest things for me to adjust to. And, um, you know, working at, it's been really cool to work at um, a company this size in this vertical right now. But that agility mm-hmm. is definitely something it's like, it's it's been it's been definitely an adjustment because I'm used to, you know, like if we if we have content to create, like let's just open Sketch, get going, you know, let's yeah. let let's let's bang out an image, let's let's you've got the copy done, mm-hmm. let's get it posted as a LinkedIn article. But you know, that's, I, I hear that, and there's a few things. There's two things that jump out to me. One is, um, for lack of a better word, alignment meetings, where it's like sales and marketing should be at sales meetings mm. because again, you have that that shared revenue goal, and how can you possibly expect sales? our marketing to support sales if they don't hear about in the trenches of what's actually going on definitely but the other thing is marketing truly understanding what's going on asking the questions like do they really know what the sales cycles are like and what the buyers or prospective buyers are actually saying in these deals so that they can create meaningful content calendars where maybe not everything has to be super agile and i just got out of a meeting we need to write some content around this like that'll happen too so there's a there's a question there around agility and ability to sort of serve an immediate need but if they're truly aligned and marketing really understands the the process the sales cycles and what happens then i think they can create longer plans that do address your needs as a salesperson well i think what's happened too at a macro level is that the you know the marketing leadership has a, a larger position at the table now than uh, you know i mean in, in you know my my early part of my career marketing was was really not non-existent or only with very very large organizations that catered mm. to you know the consumer market so mm. from a b2b perspective marketing is really relatively new and it's taking on a much larger role at the board I, I table think now. I think I think it's you know I don't want to get back to Dan because I know you were nodding your head you had something in there I think you're right in the sense that companies that are um, adopting this approach are you see those marketing those CMOs or maybe they're 
they have a slightly different title where they're more technology spend, more seat at the table. They're stepping up to levels of the budget. They make, but I think the the tip, the average, I would say, mayors have got to be a big number of of B two B organizations where, yeah, these marketers are struggling. I mean, they're they're mm. trying to keep up with just what they're doing, let alone talk about enabling sales and feedback loops. And, That's true too. You know, yeah. and, and tech that can help. You talked about looking at a at a URL every day. I mean, the average business may not even have a marketing automation system in place. I mean. And you've talked about the stand with your org where those types of tool sets really will unlock a ton of value. So I agree with you, but I also agree that it's it's in its infancy. You're, you're not it's, we're not there yet where the you know. No, I think you guys are right. That we're, um, we're it's early days for sure. Um, even oh, at like, yeah, yeah, at our at our company, like on the sales side um, right now, we don't look at our website, for instance, as driving actual any actual sales revenue. Correct. Sorry, <laughs> and uh, I think I think that's that's something that I, I hope we can change over the next year is like make sure that uh, the the website and marketing are responsible for you know four to ten percent of the inbound leads, not yeah. just um, you know we're seeing a lot of movement now with LinkedIn, and uh, we're making a lot of progress, but the the website to me, for us to look at that as almost like something what that that's just somebody needs like some information or how to contact us. But it's not actually generating revenue. Yeah, that was like something right away. I'm like, if we can fix anything over the next year, it's that. Right. I mean, you should. And, to me, as a marketer, I hear that, and I'm like, I think you should be able to point to any part of a website, whether it's a about us, what we're all about, yeah. or a three pages or three clicks in product page, mm-hmm. and it should be able to support some portion of the sales cycle. Yeah. If it can't, then why is it there? And I, I, you know, I'm out of my old company. Um, you guys did a really great job uh, of really building up for what it was. Like we, we were in a very difficult um, product to sell. Mm. Managed services is a, is a difficult business to, to work in. It's di- it's a long sales cycle. You're displacing resources um, that take sometimes years to unseat. Mm-hmm. It's a different. It's a difficult win. Um, but from a, from like an engagement perspective, the the number of of leads that would come in through the website the lead scoring that we had through act on that the things that you guys built out now that i'm working in an environment where we're starting from scratch i'm like wow you know right there's, i need that <laughs> there's a huge opportunity here especially when we have a customer reach of like you know ten thousand yeah. um potential available companies yeah in, in on net buildings like yeah this is just something that like we can't leave dormant anymore there's too much money on the table sure yeah so that's a good way to kind of move into you know so we kind of get the synergy. I think there's probably a lot of different things we can talk about maybe as we move into how the marketing automation side of this thing can add value um, and can really power your team. So why don't we just pull into that a little bit? I don't want to lose sight of like what you said earlier around just um, amplifying the content that's being created. So maybe we'll start there in terms of, you know, there's content that marketing's creating all over the place. How you know in your in your view you've got a team let's say there's 25 30 reps you know what would be the ideal scenario to sort of really get them empowered and 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 basically what we said which was you know when sales becomes part of your digital strategy yeah i think uh we'll call it like the you know beanfield 2.0 plan but i think having the entire team meet uh weekly to contribute to content Mm -hmm. so that we're getting not just um the senior voices 
but we're getting that feedback loop that you talked about from everybody, the people who are engaging mm. in outbound calling, the people who are going and meeting with customers, yep. that we're working together on creating valuable content. And then we have a digital marketing automation platform that is disseminating that content over Twitter, over LinkedIn at the appropriate times. like In the sales cycle. Ex exactly, yeah. And, and then that will, that will free you up to, to react in an agile way when there is an opportunity for you to, let's say, spin up a podcast. Right. For, for if there's something that a customer or a few customers that we've mentioned and you know you spent 15 minutes talking about it um, in the sales meeting, but like let's hammer it home through social media, let's publish this podcast, let's get that out that, no, no, we have that problem under control, we can solve that for you. Right. Um, it, but th that's where I see the marketing automation uh, platform really solving, all, it, it'll free up everybody's time. Like right now, while we're kind of ramp getting ramped up, and going to be rolling all these things out, I'm waking up at seven in the morning and I'm logging in like three people's LinkedIn accounts and right. posting content and like changing the copy. And these are things that are all that will, that are all taken care of with any of these platforms. Sure. Whether, um, you know, yeah. regardless of like the level of subscription or spend, those, those are, those are the table stakes uh, yeah. features now. Sure. Yeah. And this is where uh, organizations like yours are so valuable because y you can't just have, in a, in a lot of companies like ours, where we've been around for 30 years, you can't just have a, f a few singular voices in the organization. It's always mm -hmm. helpful to have, just like I think about sales cycles, you want your, um, I guess, your your champions inside the organization, but then you need, you need credible champions outside the organization. Right. And companies need, um, you know, partners like, like Goose to come in and to support these sort of ideas and to come up with an action plan like, this is how we're going to roll this out. These are the best tools. This is how we're going to track analytics. This is what's really and just support that transition. Just support that. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. yeah. I was just going to say it's, <laughs> it's kind of like we say a lot, um, either here or like when we meet like prospects, is uh, you know your business. We're not here to tell you about your business. What we're here to tell you is how the tools work and how to actually go and engage an audience. So there's a combination partner effect where it's you you tell us what the message is and we'll tell you how to use these tools to get the most viable and engaging way to disseminate that. I feel like it's really good, Chris, to, and I'll, I'll turn this part over to you, where to hear from, you know, that, that I would think we'd probably say current generation, even, even Dan is saying, you know, like there's, there's people that are younger than him coming up the scene. And we've seen this with large partner organizations that we, that we pitch to where we're Absolutely. really surprised at, at the age in which these reps are coming in and, and developing and, the, and where they actually do, they're they're asking for this stuff. They they want the they want this automation. They want this kind of environment where digital supporting. Um, would you say that that's you know a key message for many businesses about to go through a transformation? Like they they could say, well, thirty years we've been and we've got a great business, and that's kind of not the point. You know, like mm -hmm. you do you do mm -hmm. have a great business, and but unfortunately we're we're going through that now where the days of having a listing and you know, yellow pages or when you just really had to have a website, fine, we'll get a website. Now it's kind of like, whoa, like we, we, in order for our reps to be productive right, and marketing to be productive, we need this thing to come together. Yeah, I think this, uh, the, <clears throat> the transformation goes all the way down to what is happening out in the, in the employment marketplace today. Mm -hmm. You need to be able to attract these tech savvy, totally capable, like, you know, as Dan was saying, people that do stuff that like we 
can't do because mm-hmm. they are just they were just born with it they were born with this uh this and they've got a they've got a team mentality and right. so we want to bring them in we want to sort of use use their uh uh you know their unique talents to to power this thing so dan was talking about how these automation platforms whatever they are can you know can sort of take away a lot of the manual stuff that you would have to do otherwise well first of all you have to know what to do the automation is sort of something that you know can be deployed but more importantly it's like what is it that we need to do to support that overall strategy all mm-hmm. these little tactics mm-hmm. that people do in marketing or sales or whatever they're they're important and they're good to do but they have to have that over and, and I, could, I could i could piece. i would almost say like if without it's a good point on the strategy and, and and that's how you have to lead this i know dan you've put together some pretty big strategic um plans for your organization and you can almost say without that strategic piece i mean you almost feel like as as a person that's part of the sales organization almost like you're on your own like you're doing the best you can you know you're throwing up something you you, but because to your point you you believe that you have to do it and if that team mentality that that younger generation or just, just even anyone that believes that that's the right approach but their org their marketing org is not there yet right yeah I think uh, you know the biggest uh, the biggest challenge is like for for to you, for everybody to take a step back and really evaluate mm-hmm. themselves, like to have self awareness of where of where your organization's at, and figuring out okay, you know this is this is this is what's realistic for what we're going to move forward, and this is where we need outside help, and this is how we can leverage the best parts of our people. Right. Um, but and also I, like, are the things that we've been doing in the past working? Like that's a, that's a hard thing to ask yourself. Yeah. Yeah. And, but I mean, for a lot of companies, uh, what I, what, it is hard to ask yourself. And then if you've had sales that have just been growing, you know, sort mm-hmm. of organically without a ton of investment, how can you, it, it's a difficult process to go and say mm-hmm. like, okay, yeah. Yeah. this is how we're, this is how we're going to monetize um, marketing. This is how yeah. we're going to, we're we, going to move yeah. forward. This is yeah. what we Why need. Why do we need to do anything? Exactly. Mm-hmm. And cr- being agents for change is, is difficult. And I think it's almost better for, for a company to hand off a lot of that, um, sort of a lot of that selling to you guys versus doing that internally. You know well, what I, I mean? I, like, yeah, I mean, I think, you know, what we're, what we're talking about is, um, we'll, I think we'll wrap, we'll wrap this episode because this has been phenomenal and we're almost at the 30 minute mark. We keep, we keep trying to do these things that never works. But I think what we're just to close off that in that thought, what you're really saying is that agents for change and it's a big deal. I mean, and, and I think it's almost like you can't do it alone. And I think you play a key role in, in the organization to, um, you know, to prove out these things and be that internal change component. And then with the right partner, be the external change component. It's extremely difficult for either one of them to really do it on their own, I would think, right? So with that, I think we'll we'll cut it. Thanks for joining us, Dan. No problem. We're going to have you back on because there's yeah, a lot of good, good stuff here. Yeah, I'd love yeah. to come back. Uh, I'm... Uh pretty excited uh, to hopefully move uh, move forward with some of these initiatives uh, in our organization and bring you guys in and maybe help us start a podcast as well. Awesome. So. we got to get Brando on there. Yeah, <laughs> yeah i got to get Brando. He's got the name. Brando's the face of the organization All for right. sure. He's a, he's a music producer, one of our good sales guys. He's a good... All right. All right. Yeah. He's, like, he's like the usher in the office. That's, That's beauty. Yeah. All right, guys. Wow. Well, Thanks, episode Dan. nine did really good. Thanks. Right. No Peace. problem. Done. Oh, 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 oh,